Hi, welcome to the podcast. Hey. Uh, could you just give like a little introduction of yourself and why you came on here? Hi, I'm Kaylin, and I came on here to talk about vulnerability and about taking the first step. Um, I'd like to say the fact that taking the first step and being vulnerable, that's where it's going to lead you in life. So if you don't end up taking that step, you're not going to be able to do what you want to in life. So you've got to be vulnerable to get to that point. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's like, because once you take that first step, it's going to get like so much easier from there. Of course, you're going to have like your ups and downs, but it's definitely just like the first thing that you need to do that'll lead to so many other like opportunities that you'll miss if you just decide not to take it yeah it's definitely the most nervous part of starting something new but it's also the most perfect part yeah yeah it it just just the level of satisfaction that you get when you actually do something that you're like proud of or that you've been wanting to do because i've had so many opportunities that i was um you know i was like debating it oh like should i do it or should i not do it and then i just over like thought everything and it just, it went downhill because I just, I didn't do it. And then after I just regretted it. One example of that is, I think I was in like fifth grade or sixth grade. I was terrified of roller coasters. And I was at an amusement park and I really wanted to go on this one roller coaster. It was the easiest roller coaster possible. It, it was like, it only had one drop and then a loop and then that was it. And you know, my friends were going on it and I really wanted to go on it too. And at the last moment, I decided not to do it. And, you know, while it was like, oh, it's not really that big of a deal, you know, I was also like kind of young and it was a big deal for me because I was like, oh, you know, like I could have actually done that. And then it just, (laughs) I just decided not to at the last moment. But that regret made me go on that same roller coaster like the next time I went there. So, I mean, honestly, it has like, it it has its pros and cons, but yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously pros and cons to, like, regret and stuff like that. And, you know, it's good to... I feel like it's also good to kind of move on from that regret. Because, you know, everyone says that. Everyone says, oh, yeah, you know, you have to to move on from your regret. You have to move on from just thinking about it and, like, overthinking. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. You know, clinging on to the past. But I really think that's an important thing. Because while I feel like regret can be a good thing and it can lead you to do the right thing next time, if you hold on to it too much, like an excessive amount of just regret and like feeling guilty or feeling like you should have done something and you, but you didn't, it just, it holds you back because then you're stuck in the past and then that possibly leads you to like miss opportunities next time because you're scared of messing up again or something like that. I definitely yeah. agree. I think you should just like move on, but also learn from your mistake that first time right exactly because some people just like move on and then just like forget about it it's like oh it's in the past and it like doesn't matter and then they just don't learn because your past ex- your, your past experiences do mean something you know they're not just there for you to disregard like I, I i'm a firm believer that everything has a lesson to teach you like no matter what it is so it because you know everything comes in balance so it's like um on one hand like you can miss out on something or there could be something that you regret or where you don't take that first step and then you regret it like to a point where it's just not healthy. I feel like regret can be good in some ways, but just don't give your energy to it because the moment you start like giving your energy to that regret, it just, it leads to a whole bunch of other missed opportunities that you have. Um, And it just, yeah, I mean, anything out of balance is obviously like not healthy. So I think while it can be good, uh, it can can be like, it's a teacher more than anything, honestly. Um, you said you had like a, a story about entering 
like theater or like like taking that first step yeah i do so in about sixth grade or fifth before sixth grade i was hugely into broadway theater anything to do with that and i my parents had always taken me to shows and stuff like that at my local theater and i was interested in it but it was so scary for me to get on stage because i'm not an extroverted person mm-hmm. i keep to myself normally so it was crazy to me at that point to think, oh, I can be on stage. I can have other people look at me at that point because I thought it was crazy. And I did not at that point want to take the first step when they were hosting auditions at my local theater. But part of me was like, hey, you've always wanted to do this. And even if it, you weren't good enough this time, they wouldn't even accept you. So why not try it? right it the day of the auditions i was just like really nervous as well and i probably messed up a lot but i ended up getting the role oh that's great yeah it was for pinocchio too (laughs) (laughs) but then i had to work with other people and seeing that there were other new people in it as well it kind of comforts you so i think taking the first step can lead you to good things even if you have worries about it and even if you don't like what the outcome is you're still learning from not liking it you're finding what else you could like from the not liking it i feel like this kind of like not wanting this overthinking and you know not wanting to take the first step it just comes from this isolation that we kind of like put ourselves in we're, we're kind of we're digging ourselves a hole by you know like overthinking and you know being like nervous about or you know not being like confident in our decisions because in a way in my experience at least like i have a similar experience to um what you went through it's just we we like to isolate ourselves and believe that we're the only ones that are like feeling like that and feeling like oh you know i don't I don't want to be, I don't want to take this first step because of this and this and this and I have all these fears and I'm overthinking and then we think that we're the only ones that are thinking it when in reality that's just not true at all because I don't know, I I feel like that's just like a common thing with a lot of people, like most, including me obviously, tend to isolate themselves and think that this fear that they have is not common among other people and then you take that first step and you realize, wait a minute, like there there are other people that are like this like i'm not just the only one like we just make everything so dramatic it's it's just i don't know i find it kind of ironic because we're just making things up in our head that's like not it's just not true so like uh, i guess one of my questions is what was what was the fear that you had exactly like did you ever kind of try to trace back the origin of that fear i think mine was personally the other people because i knew there would be other skilled people and once that final day on stage was to come i knew other people would be watching people i had no clue who were and my name would be put on that piece of paper and everyone would know it's me they would know my voice they would know my face so if i messed up it would have all been on me Right. Yeah, that like the fear of failure. That that's something that I struggle with a lot too. Like being really scared of like not only just messing up, but like disappointing the other people around you. Because, you know, your your mind leads you to believe that if you mess up on something, your teammates are gonna be disappointed in you. Everyone's gonna be oh like, oh, why did they mess up? Like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? It's just our imaginations are just <laughs> they get to they get to us sometimes because 
we just we overthink things and then we sometimes that sometimes becomes a reality for a bit for us we we assume that it's true and in reality we don't actually know and that's why i always say like perception is everything because if you perceive that the people around you are judging you and they're disappointed in you then you're not gonna perceive yourself as well too you're just you're just living in other people's minds at that point you're not even living in your own mind because you're so focused on what they think of you rather than what you should be thinking of yourself so i think it's important in a situation like that to just kind of take a step back and realize that you literally have no idea like what other people are thinking you know um because it's easy to get caught up in like stage fright and like that fear of failure but in reality you have no idea what other people's perceptions are of you because you even if you ask them there's no guarantee that they're going to tell the truth and honestly it's a blessing and a curse because you can choose to take that as oh like i don't need to know or you can choose to take that and make assumptions of what people think of you and i think that's where people usually start to like be scared uh, or like be afraid of other people or like rejection or failure or something because at, at that point you're just living for other people you know it, it's not really living for yourself and living for like your own like your own wants and your own like what you want to do it's not about them it's about what you want yeah i also think people like we always forget that other people make mistakes and i can't think of one mistake from anybody else in my childhood but i can think of tons from myself when i was younger exactly We're, we are our own worst critics we always remember the things that we do but then when we look at like our friends and then we're like okay well what like cringy things or like what mistakes have they made maybe okay maybe you can think of a few examples depending on who the person is but you know it doesn't you don't think back on that and be and you're like oh my god like what a what a bad person like oh my god that was like so embarrassing like i can't believe they, that they did that like we don't really judge people like that for you know their mistakes i mean if you are then i mean i think you have some things to work on but you know most people just don't and i think we just kind of assume the worst in people that way because yeah yeah it just, i think yeah. in the moment people might notice a mistake but after the moment's done nobody cares except for yourself exactly and that's something that i like try to remember it's it's so hard though because you know people say it to you all the time it's like no one's gonna remember don't worry about it but then it just sticks with you and it's the worst feeling because you mess up Especially once when, and yeah. it's just lying awake at bed at night trying to sleep and then there'll be this one memory from third grade randomly <laughs> pop into my head i was in theater for a bit too it, i kind of grew out of that but i was i was a theater kid for a bit um <laughs> i <laughs> in seventh grade <laughs> i loved um the musical hamilton i was one of those kids in middle school um oh yeah uh <laughs> so that kind of inspired me as much as i hate to say it that kind of inspired me to try out theater what was the first thing that i applied to i don't remember the name of it. oh legally blonde it was like legally blonde junior junior that's what i uh, um auditioned for it was like this um it was like a, a different like program like not really related to school that just was putting on this musical for people to join and i was like you know i don't really know about this um but then 
I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just join because I have nothing to lose. You know, I've never done this before. So I join and then on the, on the first day, the teacher makes us sing in front of everyone. And oh yeah, so I do enjoy singing. I sing sometimes, um, but I am less now, but more, way more in middle school. I would hate singing in front of other people. I had never sang in front of another person before that day. And the first day that we're there, he makes us sing in front of everyone. And, you know, with like new music, he like went over it with us um, a lot of times, to be fair. But then he was like, okay, just, you know, go ahead and sing and this will be your singing audition. And I just, I was, I was panicking. I, I mean, I, I did okay, if I remember correctly. Um, I don't think I did terribly, but I mean, it obviously wasn't the best because, you know, I'd never done that. This is not what I signed up for, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. It was just, it was a lot. And then I had like a whole dancing audition and not a very good dancer, to be honest. I had never done theater before this. No idea that this was going to be the experience that I had. So, you know, and I only got like a minor part i it was kind of sad actually i only had like a couple lines in the whole musical but you know what it was it was fine i mean it was it was a cool experience i think uh i'm glad i did it but i probably won't be doing anything like that again i did another musical last year uh my freshman year of high school but it got canceled because of COVID, so we didn't end up actually doing it. So I just ended up like practicing a whole bunch for nothing, which, you know, I mean, I guess it's fine, but it's like, I mean, really? Okay. I'm glad I took that first step. Definitely not the best experience though. It was just, it was very demanding, but I mean, I'm so glad I did it. Like I don't regret doing it. I think I would have regretted it more if I didn't end up doing it because I would not really have that experience with theater that I do now. So it's like, it did teach me a lot. And I'm actually like really glad that I ended up doing something like that. Cause it's just, yeah, I mean, it's not s- every day that you actually participate in a musical and like have a part and perform like four times in front of an entire audience. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like people like live their lives in fear, but it's like, are you really living if you're doing that? Like if you're not really taking the chances that are around you? Yeah, I believe like experiences are some of the most valuable things in life because you can't put a value on them. Right. Like you can you can put a value on like things you buy and stuff. And that I think that's where the phrase like, you know, money doesn't buy happiness come from. You really you really can. And that's why I always preferred, you know, having like experiences rather than getting gifts and stuff. Because it's like... I don't know. It just it just feels more special to like actually go out and do something. Um, yeah, because you can outgrow materials, but you can't outgrow memories. Exactly. People forget that all the time, and it, and they get obsessed with like such materialistic things. And I just I don't understand it. I really don't because like it gives you a satisfaction for a bit, but it's really only just novelty. It, it's not anything that will bring you long term satisfaction because the novelty wears off. And then what are you left with? You're just left with this thing that you have and it's like, oh, okay, well, I have this. <laughs> so it's like, I'd rather spend a week doing something really, really amazing than get this really cool thing that I'm probably not going to use in a couple months, you know? Um, how do you think that experience 
kind of helped you today? Did it like, was it like a defining moment for you or was it more of like a process that kind of led you to where you are now? Probably, I would say a process because even when I was still doing it, I still had that same fear going over and over again in my head. But once I finally finished the show and everything, I got over it most, like, of course, when you go on stage still, you're going to have a little fright, mm-hmm. but most of it got over after that process of going through it once. And that's when you realize, whoa, I actually did it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what what role did you have? I'm curious. Okay, so I don't know if it had a name in the movie, but I was the bully. <laughs> the bully of Pinocchio. So we did the this like New Pinocchio. York version. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do not really know a lot about the lore of Pinocchio. I'm sorry. <laughs> was it like a was it like a major role or more of like a minor role or somewhere in the middle i'd say somewhere in the middle somewhere in the middle okay that, that's pretty donkey good donkey at one point <laughs> donkey yeah that's pretty cool though i i think the most lines that i had in my musical was like four <laughs> and i was just done i mean i sang in like the ensemble or whatever it's called but that that was about it Still though, that's that's really cool. Uh, are you still like in theater now, or is it? I mean, you can't really be in theater now, but like, were you before um, COVID? Before COVID, yeah, I was still in it. I was actually in a show and it got canceled. Oh no! What show was it? <laughs> um, it was for Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, the show that we yeah. did that got canceled was The Little Mermaid. I mean, honestly, it was pretty cool, but th- th- there was just a lot of songs. Going back to the, like, the actual, like, you know, fear of, like, taking the first step, though. I feel like some people also have, uh, like, a fear of rejection. Because, you know, in some situations, when you finally decide to just take, like, you know, a leap of faith or whatever, like, sometimes you just literally get knocked down. Because if theater, for example, is something that's really important to you, and then you get, like, rejected completely, and you don't get the role you want, or, like, you just don't get in, um, I mean, that can really like hurt someone because especially if they've had all this like hope built up for it and then it just like gets kind of crushed and then it's like oh what do i do now because not everyone has like a kind of resilience that allows them to get right back up when they've been like rejected or when they've failed and i feel like kind of rejection also ties into failure a lot i feel like rejection also has to do with people more than failure does because failure is just oh i failed and that's it. Rejection is like, I failed and they're also like disappointed in me or whatever. It really gets to people. It really got to me for a while because I used to be very, very leader-like. I used to, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of that now. I feel like when middle school came around, you know, I didn't really struggle with anything too much, but I just kind of started to mellow out because, because I feel like it was just like kind of that fear of rejection or like letting people down and then having them kind of like reject me. I guess if that makes sense and it honestly made me completely change my personality like i'm not as confident as i was before and honestly that's kind of a good thing because i was really annoying (laughs) back in middle school but but now it's kind of like i just let fear control me i feel like it it definitely also ties into like self-image you know you're you're thinking this of yourself like oh like i'm not i'm not gonna make it like you know for me at least you you just get these really like depressing thoughts that it's like oh, well, I'm not actually going to make a difference. I'm not actually going to, you know, even if I take this first step, nothing's actually going to happen. So I might as well just not try anyway. 
or even if I do this, then other people are not going to like me if I go into this. So it really just, it really just kind of boils down to self-image and self-perception, in my opinion. Yeah, because I definitely think failure is thinking about yourself, and then rejection is the fear of other people. So it really depends on your mindset, because if you have more of a fear of failure, then you're more likely to go do something where there's other people backing you up so you're not the only one being looked at. If you have a fear of other people seeing you mess up, then you're probably going to get into something more secluded or, you know, reserved for yourself. So I think it just depends on you as a person rather than what the actual thing you're trying to take that first step for is. Oh yeah, definitely. It it really just... That's why I always just keep in mind that, like, everything is just perception. Because if you believe that you're good enough to do it, then you are good enough to do it. And even if you fail, then, I mean, if you still have that mindset of yourself and that, you know, other people... It doesn't matter what other people think. Like, I know my self-worth and I know that I am good enough to do something like this or, like, I have it in me to be able to be good enough to do something like that. Like, if you have that mindset, everything just kind of changes for you. Because whether you look at yourself as bad or whether you look at yourself as bad and then you think other people think of you as bad as well, like both just completely ruin any chance you have of taking that first step like we've been talking about. It's really just confidence. You know, everyone says like confidence is key, but like, I mean, yeah, like if you believe you can do something, then... I mean, sure, it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of practice and a lot of time. But like, if you believe that you can do it and you're like, and you have the willpower to put in the effort to do it, then you're going to be able to do it. Like, it really just depends on how you look at yourself and like, look at the world. Do you have any like, any like thoughts or like any advice for people that might be just like in this situation right now where they're just overthinking or that they want to do something, but they just can't? I just say everyone you see that maybe you're looking up to or something that you want to do everyone in that position also has went through what you're going through right now everyone's been through that feeling of oh i'm not gonna make it oh i'm not good enough for this oh i shouldn't even try but it's what they did they maybe they didn't even have that confidence but they just went for it it could have been impulse it could have been was a last decision it could have been anything but they still went for it and that's what got them there so you've just got to go for it yeah i mean honestly like literally everyone has to start somewhere you don't just wake up one day and it's like i'm an expert at this now and not everything's just going to magically like come to you you actually have to like work for it and take that first step and you know obviously with things like theater and like actually performing for other people it can definitely be really difficult for people with anxiety um and you know this is not in any way like trying to invalidate like people with anxiety because i know that i i'm not obviously not going to diagnose or like self-diagnose myself but I have like had periods where I've just been like very anxious and I understand like exactly how it can be, like how difficult it can be to actually do something that you've just been overthinking and you're just letting it get to your head. But I mean, honestly, when you're so in over your head that it's just overwhelming and you just don't know what to, like you you just don't even know where to look, like you're, cause you're just so surrounded by your own perception that it's just, 
you can't see anything else. I mean, really, you just need to, my best advice is just to step out of it. And like I said, I know it's definitely not as easy as I'm saying it is, um, but if you can, if you're able to do that even just for a second and just kind of look at things completely differently, like just shift your perception of not only yourself, but of the people around you too, and just take a step back, take a break from whatever is stressing you. Because if you can find the origin of your stress, then that's the key. So if you can if you can manage to take a step back and just observe everything, because you're really just the observer of your own emotions. Because you, you have a certain level of control of your emotions. You're not your emotions, you are your observer of them. So I think it's important to step back and see if you can perceive things in a different way because if you can do that and like even look at it slightly differently, then you're already improving and you're already getting better and overcoming that fear. Do you have anything else you want to add? Because we've been, we've been recording for a while. I'd just say it's all a long process and that feeling of stress and anxiety, it never ends, but you just got to keep pushing through it. Yeah, you can't just sit there and give up. I mean, you can have breaks, of course, like breaks are definitely, definitely needed. Um, that's something that I've also learned. But, you know, there's a there's also a point where you're just like sitting and that's where it gets dangerous because you're not actually trying to improve yourself. I think this is a good place to stop though. Thank you so much for coming on. It was really fun hearing about your story and all that. Uh, thank you. Bye. All right. Bye.